What's up, players? You're here on episode seven of Off the Beam Podcast. You're here with Michael, Adam, and Christian, and uh, we're gonna be talking about the Patrick Mahomes deal and uh, the office. God have mercy. <laughs> how, you guys, how you guys feeling tonight? Uh, I'm feeling great, man. I've all, I always love talking about the office, so I'm um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. I mean, this Patrick Mahomes contract. It's it's gonna lead to some crazy things. <laughs> "Quote unquote," the richest man in sports now. Yeah, I mean that's the biggest deal in any sports uh, of all the sports. Yeah, it, it's crazy. But I mean, let, like I know that's gonna be the hot topic, but we're also gonna be talking about uh, probably the richest man in paper and Michael Gary Scott tonight. So we're we're gonna get to the fun stuff too. So not ready for this conversation. So honestly, this weekend I did not expect any news to come out, but all of a sudden I just opened Twitter and all of a sudden Adam Schefter blows it open yep. with. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> signing a ten-year extension. I, that that part is that that originally is what, that, I was it's like, the what? Long, it's the longest contract in NFL history, too, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years, ten for years, an NFL player. Yeah, that leaves a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. unheard of. But the the one thing about the deal that most people don't like is the amount of money. Well, and I don't f- find a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. same here. When you think about it. In about two years, his rookie contract will be up. In those two years, that allows the Chiefs to actually, you know, give him a yeah. little bit of flexibility and yeah. sign people, people like Chris Jones, and maybe extending, some down, extending down the line, Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey and yep. Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, yeah. It's because because right now he's got plenty of weapons on offense, but yes, he does. down the road is this contract on a speaking of a, a, oh no, it won't. Speaking of those weapons, did you saw? Did y'all see McCole Hardman on Twitter today? No, I didn't. He was like, due to this new deal, any throw that goes over my head is my it, it is my fault. I did see that. <laughs> 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 no, it's crazy. Um, my favorite part was like no one. It just kept gradually getting bigger. First they're like uh, four hundred plus million. Then they're like four hundred fifty plus million. They're like uh, maybe it's closer to half a half a billion. Yeah, with incentives, it, I think it can yeah. max out at five hundred three. Yeah, it, it's just and not crazy. even to mention how much money he's going to be making from advertisements. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, like I, oh, I said the other day, I I don't know. If Let me were, hold a dollar, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if all the podcasts are just shooting the shit, but I said Patrick Mahomes is going to set the standard for how players get paid and the new CBA. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he he he's breaking the scale because not only is he like I think he's gonna go down as the most talented player in NFL history. Yeah, mm-hmm. most talented. Who knows about best? But he's also hitting his prime at such a young age that he's gonna get paid buku bucks for a long, long time. Not just one big contract and okay, now you have to mm-hmm. start backing down a little bit. He's gonna get paid that like for ten years. Yeah. Most guys in the NFL, they're like most Pro Bowlers, their careers twelve, thirteen years. Yeah. He's on. A forty-plus million-dollar-year contract for a decade, and when you think about it, and it's why it's so impressive because most players are going to be like looking for contracts four, five years, and they don't want to spend. Their <laughs> running entire backs, career. running backs are sitting out to get thirty million. <laughs> yeah, no, in, their, in the entire, in total, yeah, in the entire saying, contract. Yeah, and that's and that's insane <laughs> to me. But when you think about it, when these like most players are going to be their career is going to be around eight, nine years. And that first contract, you don't want to be that long because eventually there's going to be more capital in the NFL. Yeah. And eventually these players are going to end up getting more money if they were to have a shorter contract and then eventually signing a longer, uh, another one, maybe about the same time, maybe a little bit shorter, and they get a little bit more money. Cooper, I want to segue into this. How, As a Cowboys fan, how do you think this 
impacts the Dak Prescott negotiations. See, now, when you think about it, like, I've, I've been looking and people have been saying it doesn't really give Dak a lot of leverage. Mm-mm. Mainly because when you think about it, when you have a transcendent talent like Patrick Mahomes making a deal like this, yeah, the certain teams and they really can't, they can really can't do this. Well, my know? thing, most teams cannot do. This. Like, don't get me wrong, Dak's a quarterback, but when you're talking the class of Dak Prescott to Patrick Mahomes, it's still apples to oranges. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it yeah, it's, I not, put, it's not even close. I, no offense, I put Dak with like the Ryan Tannehills at the end. Yeah, middle top top middle, but more towards okay. the middle. I would put Dak up higher than that, especially like I don't know what he's gonna look. I'm like. I'm just saying, like I, well, in like a that's tier up list. for debate, but yeah. like none of us but, are putting him with the Patrick Mahomes as of the like NFL. right now. Right, who, right now, who else is up there? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Russell, Russell Lamar, Jackson. Lamar. Yeah, and Russell Wilson. I wouldn't put Russell Wilson up there. I'd probably put Lamar up there. I wouldn't put Russell Wilson up there. Uh, Russell right Wilson's now. there. No, he's, he's Russell Wilson's look, no. arguably look at, look at second the, best quarterback. Look at the weapons Russell yeah. Wilson hasn't had and yeah. what he's still been able to do. But the reason why I say that because of the longevity of it. Because if right Pete now, Car- if Pete Carroll runs the ball, uh he's he has two rings. Yeah. Well, no, you're talking about you're talking about whether or not he could get that contract. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Well not, well, not just get that contract. It's just the fact that later on, like, there's nothing like with the NFL the way it's progressing right now, especially capital wise. Russell Wilson isn't going to get that money. Yeah, just because no. of how far he's into his career. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not saying he's going to get that money. I'm talking about like players who, at their talent level, yeah, I'm des- going like talent deserve wise. to make oh, yeah. deserve to make what. Patrick Mahomes is going to make a year, a year, not yeah. not that you know length okay. of contract. I found it interesting. Uh, Colin Coward was talking about um, this today, and he says, "Yeah, my father-in-law." Uh, he he was saying that he couldn't think of one like team who would regret signing their franchise quarterback. Like, there's not one team who's like, "Oh, I wish I didn't sign Patrick Mahomes to that money. I wish I didn't sign Russell Wilson to that much money." Like, when you have your guy, well, it depends on what your definition of franchise quarterback is. Yeah, well, Be- because I'll give you like I'll give you a weird like he was like he, what he said was he was like, "Well, Mike Trout is earning like forty plus million. I mean, he doesn't need that much. Like, he doesn't need to be paid that much. You can." He, he, his bat would be missed, but you could put another center fielder out right, there and right, right. still be a productive team. I, you're saying you're saying that quarterback is such an important position mm-hmm. in football that mm-hmm. there's no comparison to that in yeah. sports. Pay I, what you can because yeah, you need a competent well, you, one. So you brought there. up Mike Trout. I saw something funny. It was like, whose contract would you rather have? And somebody brought up a really good point, and it says one guy is getting paid that money to live in Kansas City in the winter, which nobody really wants to do. Yeah. The other guy's getting paid that to live in Newport Beach in the summer. I'm like, damn, mm. damn, <laughs> that's true. That's what true. do you What do you think this contract does for the NFL, like CBA wise? Do you think this will lead to a lockout kind of thing? No, no. I I think what it's gonna do is it's gonna lead. I mean, the bottom line. I feel like it's the, it's gonna set the bar. No one no one's gonna be making more than Mahomes because no one is Mahomes. Well, yeah. of course, but that's the thing. Though. Lamar Lamar's gonna be making right under him, probably around four fifty four seventy five. Uh, probably in the next couple of years because yeah. he's still he's still on his rookie. I was gonna say deal. he was drafted <clears throat> a year after Mahomes. Yeah, well, wasn't Mahomes still on his rookie contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but he won Mahomes still had two years left, yeah. so it's like we might as well get this ball rolling here. Yeah, right. it, it works for Kansas City in this way because two years later, if he were to yeah. do anything else after winning a Super Bowl, especially with like a small small even, market yeah. like Kansas well, City, you yeah. you cannot let that guy leave. They the room. structured it really well too with like you know. Leaving the window open and not putting a lot of the money right now. Yeah. Leaving the window to like win these couple of years, and then it's like, hey, y'all, all right, let's reevaluate what holes do we have on our roster because they know what their roster is right now, 
So they, you know, they, they like I think this even this year with with that extension starting, there's only a hundred k added to their salary cap. Yeah, like but they, do you think oh, down the road that this will have to be uh kind of renegotiated? Oh, it, it, yeah, oh, it, to it, help uh, the Chiefs out, build a roster. I don't know. Yeah, my, my only reason to help them build a roster, eh, to help them get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But when you think about the way they already got to the Super Bowl, uh, well, they, we know the they, Chiefs they are going to be a young team for a while. Right they're now, not going to really have a choice. Yeah. Like, think about it. Right now, in the in two years, I can almost guarantee they will win another Super Bowl. Yeah. After that, yeah. that extension, ten years. So twelve years, we have Patrick Mahomes. Five years from now, I believe they're going to be going to have to restructure this deal in order to get even more talent because they're going to have to let people go because they're not going to be able to pay people. But. Five years from now, they will restructure it and thus get new talent in. Do you it's, think? Uh, what do you think is going to happen with Deshaun Watson? Do you think Deshaun Watson gets a similar yeah, deal? He, will, I think he's right. right now, he's going to be right under. So okay, huh? Isn't he getting? He makes like eighteen million. He's uh, right yeah, because he was drafted the same class as Mahomes. Yeah. So here's my here's my take on the Mahomes deal and everything like that. First, I just want to say, so, uh, how do you think the how do you think? Uh, rest in peace, the Bears fans. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, Mitchell Trubisky over Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. You can't, you can't write. Not to mention a the more fact that Deshaun Watson script. said the Bears didn't even talk to him. <laughs> that, that's on. probably the worst part. Come on, they didn't even look towards him. They just thought Mitchell Trubisky was a more all-around yeah. quarterback, and they just saw Deshaun. No, they Mitchell saw Trubisky about uh, kissing titties, and they were like, "This is our guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mitchell kissing titties. Yeah, <laughs> like we need, we need him in the locker room. So. Yeah. So my thing about the Mahomes contract and why I think it's not as big of a risk as a lot of people would like maybe jump to at first, mm-hmm. when you think about A, Andy Reid and the way he can run an, an offense, and B, how they even got to the Super Bowl, don't, don't get me wrong, he had help, but it's not like he was heavily reliant on this wide receiver the entire time or this person. Like they, The only reason they won a Super Bowl is because Patrick Mahomes is the most talented player in the NFL and he pulls some crazy shit, like I like. Mm-hmm. I saw it, like his defense. I saw this thing. It was <laughs> like, like it's already non-existent. Like, I saw this year. thing. It they was did like pick it, up in the playoffs. it was like a list yeah. of like the best QBs in the NFL. Number one was Patrick Mahomes with his right hand. Number two is Patrick Mahomes with his left hand. Right, right. <laughs> no, I I just my my thought is like with Andy Reid, such a great offensive mind. And Patrick Mahomes with the arm talent he has, and he's still going to keep growing. A uh, shout-out to my boy, Ethan. He was a struggling Chiefs fan. He's been a Chiefs fan as long as I've known him. Congratulations, man. You got the dub. Yeah, you got, he, you he, guys got the he, dub. He got through the Trent Green years. Yeah. Um, All the suffering is, is worthwhile. But I feel like Andy Reid is capable of drafting young wide receivers, plugging them in, still on their rookie deals. Dude. And they, you think they're just going to ignore the defense at this point? Not like, ignore, but but they just expect like draft they, they, they draft can a fu- games they can win games sixty to fifty. Well, that's the thing, so. yeah. They're not going to outscore the Chiefs. Yeah, it, it, yeah. That's why they've outscore. been able to to just ignore the fact that they had no defense because that's how they want to. They put up so many. I mean, even even Mahomes' first year starting, it took Tom Brady doing everything he could in the AFC Championship game and getting a couple calls. Exactly, like and that and and, and Mahomes even played good that game. And that's well, and, that's and year one Mahomes. <laughs> like New England had a, a very good defense. Every game of their playoff run, they were behind by at least two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was twenty points. Yeah, but, like they, twenty points. Who yeah. Did they play uh, was it 
Houston when they Houston they came down for twenty four nothing. Yeah, in like in like five minutes. It wasn't even hard. Like they were like laughing about Mahomes. Mahomes was playing. Mahomes is playing on on rookie mode right now. It's just crazy because you think about some of the best guys that are of like marching down the field and things like that. You think of like the Drew Brees, the Aaron Rodgers, the like clinical. Patrick Mahomes, like, is gonna get to that point with his mind and controlling offense, but just, I want to I want to bring you, thank God you said that uh, I read an interview with Mahomes where he said that this year he was actually reading defense like yeah, his first his, year he his wasn't first reading year he didn't know how he to was read just guessing defense. he was guessing it was purely off arm time yeah <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying imagine imagine, imagine imagine when he starts reading defensive imagine schemes if he can get so I'm not saying he's gonna get to the Peyton Manning on the yeah. on the line but if he can get somewhere close with with his just straight up athletic ability and arm talent. Yeah, we we have never seen anything. It's like gonna it. be a treat to we're we're all in for something here. Yeah, I mean he he's pro, he might go down as the greatest quarterback. I like I already I mean, think it, it's, it's a little bit early. It's a little, say, yeah, it's but a no, early. I don't disagree. He's on the trajectory. Like he's on I, the trajectory. I think that like I think he could win as many rings as Brady, if not more. Now, when you think about it, when you think about talent, though, talent doesn't always get you there. No, because yeah, you think but, about it, you have people like Aaron Rodgers. He's on a good team with one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Yeah, Aaron has one. Think about it. this could be Patrick Mahomes. Own, no, I, I know because he's I agree. agree. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest talent to ever step into. Step I'm gonna go I think out. Mahomes has already overtaken him talent wise. I want to go out on a limb here. I think he's gonna win another one before his rookie contract is up. In the next two years. In the next two years, yeah. Well, yeah. They have no choice when you think well, about it. Well, I told you, I, I have I have Chiefs Saints in the Super Bowl, and I think it's gonna be one for the ages. Oh yeah. Do you think uh you don't think the Ravens are gonna give him a run for the money in the? I think they, they will. Do. But do you, you think they can take him on? Uh, I don't think Lamar is a great talent. But he's nothing. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Well, I also don't think uh, the Ravens are as put together as the Chiefs. Well, actually, I would, I would actually argue the opposite. Yeah, I think I, the Ravens have put together like an intricate roster yeah. to benefit the way that Lamar Jackson. They so, have so really spread apart. a bunch of a bunch of run blocking offensive linemen. So talking who, about like talent versus system, I think because of the like Lamar Jackson is the most unique. I'll say unique yeah, player unique. in the NFL. But but if you're talking about like where they fit, Lamar is definitely a type of system quarterback right now. He's still developing, yeah. and he's yeah. a great thrower of the football. But like they redesign, I wouldn't their, say he's a great he's, thrower of the football yet. He, they they redesign their offense for Lamar. Patrick Mahomes can get plugged into any offense in the NFL, and he's gonna be damn near close to Pat, what Patrick Mahomes is. Because well, he's yeah. got a fucking cannon. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's just absurd. Yes, oh, right uh, now that cannon is what he will. I wouldn't say rely on. It's definitely one of his talents. But well, if you if, have that, why wouldn't you use it? Well, exactly. If you have, if but you have the years strongest down the arm in the NFL and you have Tyreek Hill running down five, the field. I'm not a Ravens fan, but every time Lamar starts running, I hold my breath. I get so nervous every time he starts running because he's not a big guy. He's not. He, he's not a Cam Newton. He needs to, yeah. I'm afraid he's going to get popped, and it's going to be it's going to be like an RG3, RG3 situation where he's it's over. He's yeah. pretty tough, though. But, I, like, I think that. RG3 got injured from... It was it was no it was Holodi Nada yeah he, he dove and he got got spun and Holodi Nada's yeah that was when they put that was when they played the Ravens yep, yep. and Kirk came in and every time won the game yep that was a hell of a game yeah, yeah. I that. Uh, I, I want to face Lamar Jackson for the next ten years because I want to watch him so every time he starts running I get ner- I get so ner- I can't imagine how Ravens fans feel that's when the one he thing that running. I'll say is like you know for a while I was really wondering like as Brady's getting older as Breeze is getting older you know where's the NFL going. Mm-hmm. The NFL's in good hands, man. Mm-hmm. The yes, NFL is. is in good hands. 
Yep. Um, it it's crazy. So like, the one thing. I and I and we still have Trevor Lawrence coming in. Yeah. That. Well, yeah, like, we just gotta say, Trevor see. Lawrence. Well, then my my thing is, is like, and Tua, Joe well, Burrow. I don't know about him, man. We, but you take you, you can't deny the talent of Tua. Yeah, but he's on the Dolphins. <laughs> well, and he's injury prone. The Dolphins, Dolphins roster is not bad. Yes, yeah, it they is. They don't want to be there. They, they don't. No, they rebuilt the roster. No, the, do, the Dolphins are moving in the right direction. Brian Flores is a good head coach. He's a good head. But I think they could win six or seven games this year. Yeah, I I That's... agree with that because they're in, they're in a weaker div- their division got weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I'm gonna say about those the college the you know the incoming quarterbacks and the, uh, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence you mentioned, think about even what we don't know so far. Patrick Mahomes was not high on everybody's radar. Yep, he was an arm talent. So, now I'm not gonna compare Jordan Love to him, but like they they talked about Jordan Love as the kind yeah. of guy like hey we didn't really see it in college Look at, like but... Drew, Drew Locke coming in the second round yeah. things so like it that. it's it's exciting to see to know that we already mm-hmm. have a couple future superstars yeah and with some hot prospects mm-hmm. um but I think and the, then the deep the defensive side of the ball too the young talent on the defensive side Chase of the ball Young Jeffrey Okuda T J Watt yep Nick the Bosa brothers Der- Derwin James now, the game is Minka in, Fitzpatrick like, it's changing. Don't get me wrong, because you got it's turning. It's such a faster game that's than when like, like Brady and Breeze and well, all them came in. The, because coaches are more technology, technologically sound. Yep. And so they're using it to their advantage. I mean, like when you look at the way some of these coaches are drawing plays up on the Microsoft surfaces on the sideline and breaking things down. You know, when you come off the field. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, the first thing they would do is they get on the phone. Now, guess what? It's the last. The, yeah. That. Overthrow you just had on third down when you had to punt the ball, it's already in front of your face. You you got to see the check down that you had instead, or why you slid to the right when you didn't have to because you had that blocker. Yeah, you like can, you can make it, adjustments right it, then and it's, there. Yeah. Like the game is just evolving. Uh, so I want to talk about this since we were talking about baseball last week. Christian, you tweeted yesterday yeah. that you don't think that baseball is going to happen. No, I don't. Why? So to start with, Major League Baseball is in big trouble because they have a horrible commissioner and yeah, just like even with the, everything starting with the COVID situation and trying to get a just seat, like locally, like with the Nationals, how they had to cancel because half of their what was they, it like half of their tests didn't come back. Yeah, it, it was over. It was over seventy two hours. Their tests weren't even back yet. So yeah, they, so they had to cancel their workouts. But when you look at how many guys have already opted out, you look at some like I mean, there's some big names: Felix Hernandez. Ryan Zimmerman, Nick Markakis, yep. like Mike Trout's on the line. On he, the, he, well, yeah, I mean, on the line. He has a pregnant wife. You look at someone like Freddie Freeman, who COVID has put him on his ass. Scott King, um, Kingbury. Wait, Freddie Freeman got COVID? Yeah, dude. He's Ooh. like, uh, yeah, a while back. So dude. Freddie Freeman is the reason that Markakis pulled out because he talked to Freddie Freeman on the phone and he's like, "Damn, like Freddie doesn't sound good." Like, yeah, you know, this. I mean, that shit ain't no joke. No, it's yeah, not no joke. He, uh, Ian Desmond has opted out. Like it. Yeah. Not only is all that involved, but Major League Baseball is also in a logistical nightmare. Mm-hmm. And so, to me... They just well, can't stop getting in their well, own no, way. Well, no, to me, is it, it's not like the NBA and the NHL where you're just trying to finish off, finish off a crown of champion. Yeah. Is this worth a 60-game season? Which, basically, people aren't even going to take seriously. Yeah. Right. It, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. If you want to say, hey, we're going to hold a year-long training camp and, and you're going to play simulation games okay cool get your development in for the year but is yeah. it what's like it just doesn't make sense well, to at me the right end now. of the day these these people they, they want to make money 
Money obviously. is the it's the bottom I, line. Money is involved. I, yeah, I, yeah it's all I, it's all money driven. I believe yeah, the, the MLB in the season will happen strictly because of money. I think it's going to be a weird. I mean, yeah, sixty games. No, so, no matter but, how yeah. shitty it's going to be, it's it's so the crazy seeing the exactly. It's like so crazy seeing the uh, the nightmare that the MLB is having, and the NHL and NBA are. Moving, uh, it's, moving, not, it's not perfect. Seamlessly, it's not perfect. Oh, so the NBA is not perfect. The NHL is moving damn near seamlessly. Seamlessly, yeah. So, but then, it's, and then they're they're. I don't like Gary Batman as commissioner, but I have to give he's him. He's done respect. so much for the game. He had to give him respect where he it, we're in phase three for the NHL. Yes. And this phase, the players get to decide. He's hey, you don't have to. show. I don't blame you for not showing up. But right. most of the players are because there there's such a clear plan of what. Everybody's trying to do transparency. Yeah, M- the uh, Major League Baseball lacks transparency. Yes. Why is that? J- because it it's there's not a lot of accountability when it mm-hmm. comes to the owners, when it comes to the league itself. There's no accountability, and it, it it like I said, it turns into a logistical nightmare. But talking about how it can be done right, so over in Europe, like where this is kind of settled down, like I watch yeah. a lot of Premier League, no fans. This is going. So smooth over there. Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong. Their cases are way down, so they're in a more comfortable spot. Yeah. But like the way they just slowly integrated in. Mm-hmm. I, like I like I said, I don't think Major League hey Baseball. Man, it's soccer. They're like ten feet apart. They're both oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know it. So I'm just trying to cherish what sports we already have. We've got the PGA Tour. We're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna get the NHL and yeah, NBA I've, back. I've been watching the hell out of golf and, uh, yep. and NASCAR. Y'all won't catch me. I don't care how bored I get. <laughs> yeah. Golf, NASCAR. Yeah, uh, we got so Fight cool. Island debuting over there in Abu Dhabi this weekend for the UFC. Three title fights. Three <laughs> that, title fights. Adam, Adam's been betting on camels. It's been yeah, insane. Been yeah. on camel I'm, I'm, I'm just cherishing what we have. It's definitely crazy. Yeah. Um, but with the NFL, I think Mahomes' deal is gonna change a lot because I think it's just gonna raise. The ceiling for ev- the, for everyone. The, See, the I wouldn't yearly, say everyone. The yearly amount doesn't surprise me. I think that's fitting. I think he the term. deserves it. It's yeah. just ten years. What's a what's a long contract in NFL? Like eight. six years. Eight. 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 Eight years you're allowed they to put, get. After Ovi, they put that in because Ovi signed. 13. No, I, it was after. Oh, I thought it was after Luongo. Was it Luongo? I, it was after Ovi or Luongo, or or those Paris or those Minnesota signings. Okay. Well, I, I knew that Ovi was like... Yeah. After was that, it was like a max eight years you're allowed to sign. So, yeah. So, now back to you talking about where you say an eight-year contract is long. And that's usually for your role player and a, a very exceptional player. When it comes to the quarterbacks, though, you don't see that out of him. Yeah. Where you have Mahomes, who's not very... He's kind of mobile, but he's not, he's not going to put himself into danger. Of, uh, like an Aaron Rodgers. He can scramble. He, yeah, he, he's elusive. Yeah, I wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers in his prime, Aaron Rodgers could could run the ball. We can really Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys that you thought yeah. he was down in the pocket. Next yeah. thing you know, he's scrambling for a fifteen yard gain. Dude. Yeah, where where this comes in, it's it's almost if I'd say he Mahomes uh, is play style similar to Ben Roethlisberger, kind of. Uh, he's more athletic than Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, it's, yeah it's I'm, I'm more. Yeah, I know. Big Ben just because like yeah. Everything really in his prime, Big Ben was a tank. When he started running, it took like yeah. four guys to bring yeah. him down. Yeah, but when you take like someone like Patrick Mahomes, he ain't that big. Yeah, but he isn't that fast. But he and is, now since he, he hurt his knee, he's necess- not gonna yeah. run as much. Yeah, he's not necessarily that pocket passer. Well, that, well, that's that's another question that, that 
comes to mind when I think of 10 years, but he's been injured twice already, hasn't he? Clearly, clearly the Chiefs are, like... They, I, I know they thought about they're, that. Yeah, they're right. comfortable enough with it. Yeah. Well, um, plus the, the injury deal is probably 160, uh, yeah. 160 million. Yeah. So, Listen, all I'm saying, like, this is a great deal and all, but we know who the king of getting money in the NFL is, and that's fucking Kirk Cousins. Woo. Give me that gu- give me that guaranteed money. Give me that cash. <laughs> <Give> me, <laughs> yeah. Bring truck to my house. Bring me my money. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think it's gonna change a lot of things because like the bottom line is <laughs> running back the running backs are on the sidelines. Spare change. Hey, hey Kurt, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> hey, I can't come to practice. I gotta drop off Le'Veon at his house. <laughs> it's hey. just showing that the money's there. You yeah. know what I mean? The yeah. money is there. The running backs are are you kidding me? <laughs> but I just got dropped off to practice. <laughs> but to, I had to take an Uber here. I could I can't buy a car. To be I, fair, in Kansas City's case, they throw the ball fifty five times a game. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know who their running back yeah, was yeah. to the Super Bowl. I, had, uh, I forgot McCoy was on their team. I forgot about Damian Williams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were kind of running back by committee. I mean. Yeah. But you see that in so – like, it's so common nowadays. Yeah. Well, happen. it's a passing league, so – Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it's going to be prevalent. The one thing well, about it – Well, if you're paying it, the guy 45 million a year – It better be a fucking passing league. Well, exactly. But when you, when you see this, like, with this type of money being, like, sent out, which for the Chiefs, it's actually – it's going to benefit them in the long run. No matter what, how big the contract is, it's going to benefit them. Mainly because he has only two years left on his rookie contract. So, when this uh, man... Might be a dumb question. So, he's not getting paid until... No, his extension now. starts after... after okay. His, uh, doesn't... I thought I thought that um, it takes precedent. No. It, does, it doesn't even start. It, it doesn't no, because technically it doesn't hurt the... Because it, it won't hurt the cap. He has 27, I believe, 27 million so, left on the rookie contract. And then after those two years, then it then hits. Then it hits. Okay. So they can spend the next two years. Still, they're going to have a good amount of cap on, space. Yeah. Still adding on to that yeah, cap trying space. Trying to add some talent. To yeah, it. and it's, the cap space increases, what, 5% every year? So it that, that adjusts with the CBA. Yeah. But literally, like, they, they only have room to grow in these next two years, and I think that's why they'll probably win one. Get as comfortable as you two. can, and then you're going to have to read uh, I was just scrolling through Twitter right now. I'm going to bring this up. Uh, Tom Polisero, uh he's like an insider for the NFL. Yeah. He just tweeted, The NFLPA informed its board of representatives today that the NFL proposed 35% of player salaries be held in escrow to help manage costs during the 2020 season. It's one option on the table if revenue is impacted league-wide by COVID-19. That's interesting. I mean, it's definitely revenue is going to be impacted. Yeah. Of course. I think but... – But I think – so here's my thing with sports so right what now. what does that mean? 35 or held, held in escrow yeah um held in accounts that can st- still um profit off off of compounding interest and, oh, okay you know what i mean because like uh an nfl team is going to have moving money it's not just sitting in a bank account it you know yeah. so holding it there is going to let it compound that way they're not losing as much money by drawing it out okay um but so that brought up a good point with you know the lack of butts in seats in the stadiums Leagues and teams are going to have to get more creative with how they um, get money in that money flow. How are you? How are you going to market differently? How are you going to change the way you interact with the fans so where they can still profit off of certain things? They're going to have to do certain things like going behind the scenes just a little bit more, where there's a paywall to get yeah. to get you know a little bit more money and things like that. Do you think if no fans this year, they do something like mic'd up players or possibly or 
Um, like, well, like, well, like XFL. Style. Yeah, like what the XFL did. Or another thing that, like, re- reference back to Europe, um, like in the stadiums, you can pay to have like a cardboard cut out of you I, in I the seats. That. That's, like, that's pretty cool. That that's something neat that I could see happening. They can like pan to them and be like, yeah, hey, this is so yeah, exactly. Or blah blah blah. It, or fans can't come in, pay to watch uh, tr- practice, pay to watch training or, camp. Or you do know. like video. Uh, Video chats with the players. Or yeah, there's good. gonna there's gonna be interesting twists. Um, but yeah, you you know who I think they need they need to bring in to to really understand how to market better, how to get a better sales approach. Here we go. Here and, we go. And maybe maybe just learn. Hey, how to, Mr. Scott, what maybe, you gonna do? What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do make, make our dreams come true. That's what I, you know, Michael Gary Scott. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> guru, sales I will guru. Say, <laughs> that episode, uh, Scott's Pops, I skip it every time. Me too. It's hard to I watch. Can't watch it. oh, I well, love it. Since we're going into this conversation, let's welcome to the podcast Tim. Tim welcome, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. Hopefully, we get to hear you this episode. Yeah. I'll try my best. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but man, what a guy. What a guy. Just. Uh, first off, let's go through. How Scott. many times have y'all watched The Office? Like, all the way through? Um, probably a dozen. A dozen? Yeah. That, that's high. That's exciting. That I've probably watched crazy. it all the way through, like, three times. And then whenever it's on TV, I'll just, like, watch it as background well, noise. The thing is, on Comedy Central, it comes on It's on every, all the time. I, mean, I, I watched it for, like, four hours today. Just <laughs> just doing shit. Why do, you, wh- why, do we, why do you think that The Office has such popularity now? I, I couldn't tell you, honestly. Yeah. It's... It's one of those, just, I, like, it, it's a cult, man. Yeah. It's, it has a cult following. I think Co- it's just Cooper the meme it. and, like, relevance it has in, like, social media. I think it's just because, part of it's because the com- comedy, the comedies now, we don't want to step on anybody's toes, so the comedy is very, like, straightforward, kind of cut and dry. Well, that and, like, what I love about The Office, like, so much comedy now nowadays has like the inserted laughs and then yeah like, where they kind of tell you all right here's the punchline yeah exactly yeah. the like, office there isn't really there's like, not really a punchline it's a why did he say that yeah. it's I, a, oh I, my I could God, be watching man. an episode with somebody else I'll laugh at something that like nobody else can yeah laugh yes at. like that's one thing I will say like I'm, don't worry I'm an office nut I'm tough to watch the office with with because like most most of the jokes and some of the not jokes really get me going like and yeah I'm, but I'm, i mean that's what they're there for it's yeah exactly you know, like exactly laugh at only this and this it's like hey it's got a range of comments they have like all these different characters to have right um well yeah. we're just gonna throw out the first season um no i yes, like no. i, I say, like the I first like the season first. Okay, i don't the, like the, the first episode the, the first season's cringe but when yeah. you go back and watch it, you're like man they really laid nah. some seeds here yeah nah, some of those episodes are too too cringy First yeah, episode, like Scott's the uh, uh, what's it called? Diversity Day. Oh, <laughs> uh, my name is Mr. Brown. Not gonna call you that. <laughs> well, that's my um, name. People may say that I can't drive. Oh my God, am I a woman? Like, yeah. Hey, whew, man. Would you like to go smoke some weed? No. Uh, let's go around. Who's everybody's favorite character on the? Who gets you the most laughs? Who's your favorite character? Uh, Adam, go ahead. So uh, probably Dwight. Honestly. Dwight. Like second half of the uh, series, yeah. White. So uh, cracks me up. I'd go. I'd go Creed Bratton. Creed's good. Creed. Creed's good. So I'd, 
I'd have to say it's a split between Creed and Stanley. I already won the lottery. <laughs> I was born in the U.S. of A., baby. I mean, so for me, it's tough. I'm gonna say Michael. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't, I don't. When I think of like the funny moments, I don't necessarily think of like a certain character. I think of mm-hmm. like characters, their interactions. It's yeah. like who has the best interactions. Yeah. Um, and like, there's I just... was just um, I was just watching the episode where <laughs> it's after Jim and Pam's wedding, and he tells Jim that he banged Pam's mom, <laughs> and Jim's like, "No, you didn't." He was like, "Yes, I did." He's like, "What code? Did, what car did she drive?" He was like, "A green Prius." He was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man." And then they confront Pam about it. She's like, "Who is it?" And he's like, trying like he's like going like this. <laughs> and then it cuts to his little talky head, and he's like, "I thought it'd go one or two ways, but I didn't think she'd get upset." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I I love when they go to uh when they when they go to lunch for Helene's birthday. He fucking breaks off of there. Yeah, she's she's like slightly older. Oh than yeah, this. have you? Have you ever been skydiving? Or, no, what did he say? Do you want to go skydiving? Mm-hmm. Eh. Maybe when I was younger. <laughs> like, Speaking of uh, lunches, remember when he went out to to the mall with the girls? <laughs> and he was like, girls, how do you feel about the schoolgirl the school role-playing? They are like, well, it's a common one in the bedroom. He's like, yeah, I just get uncomfortable in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> or dinner, dinner party episode where yeah. Jan's like, Michael, I thought I t- told you to put everything away. <laughs> it's, it's the camera. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, my favorite part of that episode. She made like, me breakfast this morning. Well, <laughs> she bought the milk. <laughs> nah, when uh, he shows him a plasma screen. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a twenty-six. And look at this. If there's there's people in the room, I can just right back into the wall. <laughs> Man, I can stand here and watch TV for hours. Oh my god. Man. <laughs> Good luck paying me back on your zero dollars a year plus benefits, babe. <laughs> What was the song uh, that she was dancing you to? Take me by the hand. Oh, God. <laughs> Hunter. Said that Dwight brought his babysitter. <laughs> um, yeah. It, could you write down your email? <laughs> I have so many questions. What's email? Uh, Dwight was one of the characters that got better as the That's show went I'm on. Saying. Yeah. Definitely sure. got better. For sure. All the characters pretty much changed. Michael. I will say, hot take. Jim got worse. At as it went after he got married to Pam, I feel like he just got significantly worse. Well, he was, was just a he was just a horrible person. I well, feel it, yeah. him chasing Pam was a big piece of his character. Dude, yeah. he was King Simp seasons one. Oh through my three. god! But we've all been there, honestly. It was such a relatable storyline. Oh yeah. And yeah, then when right. it finally happened, it was so rewarding. And then like Roy's the big asshole, and then once Roy's out of the picture, and they go back to him, it's like, damn, Roy's cool as fuck, man. Yeah. Um, Roy was actually a pretty nice guy. You know, hey, mm-hmm. low, low key, really, really good character that I'm glad they they expanded his role. Daryl. Oh my God. Yeah. Great character. Craig Robinson is probably one of the funniest Killed actors. It. Yeah, no, he's good, man. Was that like one of his first uh, major roles in that show? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, I can yeah. tell. I mean, I, he, I'm he, sure, he has like very little speaking roles when it. Uh, I'm sure it played a part in him landing Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, he's definitely he was definitely good. Uh, speaking of Roy, uh, that scene <laughs> gave me one of my favorite moments after where Angela's trying to figure out how Dwight saved the day, and he, she goes to Creed and she's like, he showed up with a with a sock full of nickels, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Dwight uh, pulled out a knife out of his desk. <laughs> oh man, I have various weapons hidden around the office. 
Hey, y'all want to know top, top, like, top five fours of all time? This wasn't me. This was Billy. Billy came to me with this. He was like, top, top five fours of all time. Shout out, Billy. Concierge Marie. Oh, my God. When they go to Winnipeg. <laughs> was it Winnipeg? Yeah. yeah it was I thought Winnipeg. it was Montreal. Hey, it was Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg. Yeah, she fucking uh, fucks him. And then kicks him out of the hotel room. Yeah. And then he's like all sad and shit, like walking away from the door. And was that the he same? He sees the door crack and he thinks she's like coming back to invite him in. Nah, she's just like putting his shoes out. <laughs> was that the same one where Dwight was getting it with somebody and like she walked by and he just slaps her on the ass? No. no it was no. like it was like that that chick with the black hair. No, no, that's yeah. uh, I wish, I Abigail wish, or whatever. Yeah, I Isabel. wish Dwight got Isabel. with her. Oh, you're talking about Isabel. From, uh, he did get with her. No, I meant it's like at the end. I feel like she was, I no, liked her so Dwight, much more It was than always Angela. Dwight and Angela. It was always Dwight and Angela. No, during the, the business trip episode, Andy and Oscar. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Dwight's like banging her when they fall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious when, uh. In season nine, they're like, "Well, how much did you like? How much of our lives did you guys get?" They're like, oh, "I mean, like pretty much everything." And like, they're like, "Panda and Dwight and Angela would always go to into the uh, storage." <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, you see Dwight naked like six times. Yeah. The show. You open the door, he's just standing there naked, just like. <laughs> My favorite up. part was when they figured out when it came out that Angela and Dwight were banging in the office, and Oscar does a <laughs> where. <laughs> I think you know where. <laughs> where. Where Dwight? Where Dwight? Like you already know. <laughs> oh man. Did you guys end up watching the entire um cut of Threat Level Midnight? Yes. No. It's yes. like 27 no. minutes. I watched it. It's on YouTube. Well, it's awesome. Well, in the episode, it was like 15 minutes. Worth yeah. Well, worth this is like yeah. the whole thing. Is it ain't good. I mean. It's it's like if you in, if you thought it was funny watching it in the episode like go watch it you'll enjoy it. Tim, <laughs> you said it was on Netflix. No, 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 it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna you dig your mom up and then I'm gonna yeah. bang her real good. No, 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 hump her. I'm gonna hump her real good. Gosh, man. <laughs> so okay, it, this made me think of it because we were talking about threat a little bit tonight. What was you guys' take on Toby? Uh, I think Toby had his moments. Yeah. Like, what was the one episode? Didn't they have, like, HR come to talk to Toby? Yeah. They were, like, addressing every character's, like, weird, like, moments. (laughs) Yeah. It was, he was fine, but then when he did that little creepy stuff with Pam, Pam, I was like, ew. Hey, he could have fooled Pam if he wasn't such a little bitch about it. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, Nellie. With Nelly, that oh. was, yeah, was so he weird. wouldn't shut up about the Scranton Strangler case. Yeah, he was like, when I was on the the jury for the Scranton Strangler, it's like nobody cares, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> the Flinderson Files. <laughs> his, his novel. Was. Do we think that Toby was the Scranton Strangler? I don't think so. No, personally, I think they would have honestly would have said it. Yeah, they would. would have. We would have like a lot more like teasers to it. Yeah, it was fun for them to play with it though. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, well, well, he gets strangled by the dude yeah. when he visits him. So. so let's go. Do we want to go with everybody's go-to episode of The Office? Go-to? Yeah. Well, see, I have different. It depends on my mood. Yeah. I have different episodes. For if me. I want to be happy, I'm watching uh, Niagara Falls Part 2. Yeah, exactly. Same. I want to watch that wedding. Like, yeah. Like, my, my all-time favorite um, quote from The Office was, uh, the boat was actually 
um, what do you say? Oh, plan plan C. Yeah. Um, he was like, plan B was the wedding, and plan A was marrying her a long, long time ago. Basically, the day I met her, I was just like, damn. damn. Oh, come on. Like that that <laughs> one that one pulls at. at the <laughs> you just said that out loud. That that one pulls at the strings, bro, man. Bro, did you just post cringe? <laughs> like when the first time I watched the episode through, I I cried. An underrated episode, uh, comedy wise and character building wise, Beach Day. Yeah, I love Beach Day. It's a good one. Andy's just nice. fucking floating. <laughs> um, I'm Andy Bernard from Dunder Mifflin. Please, someone help me pull me in. You know what else was a, was an underrated? You're talking about um work trips when they go yeah. to Gettysburg. Oh my god. When they well, think they, when they, they think, think Gabe is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> well, uh, that was the episode where Andy like finally calls out them for just being an asshole. He was like, yeah. dude, nobody's even here. Why the fuck are you still trying to trying to make jokes? Yeah. We're just having a conversation, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Gabe moment was when he was doing interviews for the uh next uh Next branch manager, manager. <laughs> and someone <laughs> really shut up about the sun <laughs> because they brought in Andy and it was yeah. like Andy was like messing with Aaron yeah how many miles away is the sun <laughs> <laughs> will you shut up about the sun <laughs> Gabe was a weirdo man oh okay we're talking about weird characters did you guys like or dislike Robert California? I I liked him. I thought he was funny. I'm the fucking lizard king. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought uh, what's his name? You Who plays fl- him? Uh, James Spader. James Spader uh, brought everything. I, I thought he, he was really funny. He did. He like he he put everything into what that did, role. What did he call Andy? He was like you flaccid debutante. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the pool party at his house where he just shows up naked and he starts swimming. Everybody just gets yeah. out. They start dancing in like his like dark yeah. movie theater. If we're if we're talking favorite episodes that. That's one of them. That's yeah. usually my go-to. The pool party? <laughs> yeah. Really? Um, dinner party Dinner party is an obvious. I yeah. love uh, Aaron. Aaron's one of my favorite. I loved Aaron. She was a complete idiot. Yeah, yeah she was, yeah. but I love Ellie Kemper. No, so no, every Ellie time Kemper I saw good. Ellie Kemper... And she I brought so many funny moments. Like the, yeah. uh, Question. When Andy was hitting on her with the 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, please <laughs> stop. <laughs> what right. happened? The guys... turtle doves. <laughs> Do you guys think that she's on? Ellie Kemper? Yeah. Yes. I'd have to disagree on this. She is you attractive, think, but not no. my type. You don't I think she's hot? I can see how day. she's attractive to some uh, people. You but... have to watch her in, like, Bridesmaids or something like okay. that. Something okay. outside the office. Like, I think she's cute, but then some yeah. episodes I'll see, like... I don't know. It's just her personality. Her personality, uh, uh, Bruce's are great, because she's, like, such a funny and bubbly person that I don't know. I like her. She's a little feisty. Um... <laughs> I don't know, I guys... my go-to well, episode right. would be the uh, first aid. Oh my, yeah. After yeah. the light starts to fire. <laughs> that episode was on today. Really? Oh, His heart stops. What do you do? Check for an ID. He doesn't have a wallet. I checked. It doesn't have a wallet. I checked. You were in a parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next step? What? Harvest the organs. <laughs> Gotta find the heart. Do we only have four Why minutes. Why rip off the face? I see it in movies all the time. <laughs> I just wanted to try it. <laughs> and then my favorite part of that that, that part where they, they're like questioning Dwight about why he cut the face off the dummy and Michael's we switching are very sides. Disappointed Dwight, in you, Dwight, we are very disappointed yeah. in you. But we're gonna let you off with a warning. No we're not. No we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, this is on you too. And and then he walks out to the window, he's like This city, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when he's in New York, he's like gonna grab me a New York Your slice. <laughs> walks over to Sabaro. <laughs> Oh, no, another go-to episode is um, 
God, the board meeting. Yes. When they all go to New York in the limo. These people are very nice. They had a limo come all the way to Scranton to pick me up and bring me here. Everybody just starts losing. <laughs> my, my, another, another one of my favorite moments was the deposition. Yeah. <laughs> Where it was like, she said something, it's like, that's what she said. And they're like, that's what, that's what who said. It was like, no, it's. <laughs> God, no, what was it when Michael said something about Jan and he was like, oh, no, wait, don't do that. She'll sue you. <laughs> uh, that was during the dinner party, right? I think it was. Yeah. Um, no, but when <laughs> when they're in New York for the board meeting, uh, he's like, we're going to we're going to turn this around. We're going to fix it. We got a 45 point point plan. 45 days, 45 points. We're back on top. <laughs> Everyone's just like. <laughs> like what what is your plan all right let's let's start backwards day 45 we're on top we're on top company saved let's what do you guys got start, 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 start and throw ideas at me where did you get this idiot <laughs> and then the, the one episode where dwight is afraid of public speaking so jim basically tells him to talk like hitler no it was a mussolini speech oh uh, mussolini <laughs> he starts banging <laughs> He was a, he was accepting an award for like Northeast paper salesman yeah. of the year. Or something. <laughs> and Michael's covering for him. He's like, because he's like, be good, good luck out there. It's a tough crowd. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the Dundies is like, I think that's the episode where I bought in. I think the first Dundies. Yeah, the well, first Dundies. Because yeah. every I, when I first time watching it through, I was like, Yo, this show is it's okay, but I don't see the hype. And then yeah. when the that Dundee's episode, I that's where I bought, and I was like, all right, this is kind of funny. Somebody correct me. In that episode, did Pam kiss Jim while drunk? Yeah, she like kissed him on the cheek, right? Nah, no, dude, she I kissed him. Oh yeah, she kissed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, like, nobody else. Baby back ribs. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, I read in Businessman today that the Chili's is the new fancy restaurant. <laughs> no. Oh, another fun episode um, was Michael's Last Dundies. Yeah. That one was fun. Nah, dude. I think Will Ferrell on The Office was a complete bust. Oh, yeah, he oh, was he not was. funny at all. No. It didn't match his, like, Yeah, his. That, that's and it didn't match. Um, that's not. Well, I think, yeah, and I think, it, that's not Will Ferrell's comedy no. type. Well, I think they made him unlikable on purpose. Yeah, because they knew they didn't have they, him the they whole do time. They do that to a lot of yeah. actors on the show. I could have yeah. seen. I think it would have been a lot better if they used like maybe some like Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Will Ferrell. Nah, I think they did a good job with uh, Robert California. James yeah. Spader. Yeah, James Spader was no. You know who they did a great job with? Joe Bennett. <laughs> Kathy Bates was awesome. Awesome. Man. Awesome. That was a that was a curveball for me. Yeah. When they yeah. brought her in. They bring the dogs in, they can't they don't get away from Annie. Ah, they love a good crotch. <laughs> <laughs> the Michaels I still have a shirt for the Michael Scott paper company. Do you? Yeah. I also saw that episode today. It was on Comedy Central. That's a good one. <laughs> His <own laughs> grandmother just like refuses to invest. Yeah. <laughs> uh my friends are telling me that it's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> or when Michael got into a pyramid scheme. Jim was like, Jim's this... drawing it out and he yeah. draws a pyramid. He's like, no. So you have to sell about a, a certain amount, and then we're all gonna start making money. And Jim was like, Jim drew it out for him. He was like, I gotta make a call. <laughs> <laughs> no, talking about making a call. Um, the episode where Kelly sabotages Jim and Dwight's performance reviews. Yeah. So that Michael has to sit down with them. Mr. Butlicker, our prices have never been lower. You never yelled at client. Why you never yelled at client? I want to sp- I want to talk to your manager. This is Michael Scott. 
Michael Scott, you sound like a great man. I'd like to buy one million dollars of your paper. Dwight. Yeah. You see? That's why you're the best. <laughs> All you gotta do is fire that, that salesman who treat me so terribly. Don't do it, Michael. It's a million dollars. <laughs> it's a million dollar sale. <laughs> oh man. Uh fun fact, uh that episode where he has to pick someone who to fire. Uh, that was an audition for Creed and the other guy. Yeah. Are you serious? Um, yeah, Creed was going into it on the Office Ladies podcast. It's whoever gave the better performance in the office got to stay. Oh, who was, what was the other guy's name? Kind of um, fucked up to me. Yeah. Well, they knew it they were, because, like, they were both background characters, so they knew it was, like... They only had, they, right, they only had, like... And Creed kind of snuck his way in. He kind of, like, that first episode, uh, Diversity Day... Where he, he wasn't supposed to be talking to anybody, but he started talking to, I think, Mindy Kaling. Really? Yes. And so they had to keep that take in, so automatically Creed kind of had it yeah, in. Yeah, because uh, uh, Devin? Or yeah, Devin. He he had way less speaking roles than Creed at that Just point, for the short period like. of time. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I forgot underrated, underrated Creed moment where he became a branch manager. Oh, yeah. Body. Keep it running, and he throws it into the empty yeah. keys into the empty parking lot. Business. Do I love this job? Uh, I love my kids. I love golf. <laughs> yeah. The time when he told Jim he was a parent with his daughter, but he thought he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> figure out what this means. <laughs> yeah, figure out what language. <laughs> Creed was such an underrated. <laughs> I I still can't get I... over the fact that they auditioned in an episode. Yeah. Weird to me. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when um, who was it? I'd rather pay. Uh, you're paying way too much for worms, man. Yeah. Who's your worm guy? Who's your worm guy? <laughs> um. No. Do you remember when I think it was Jim became manager and um Aaron like was bringing him in like the celery with raisins and everything. I'm like, oh, Michael has me bring this in every day at two. <laughs> He's like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> what? God, was it Michael or was it when Idris Elba took over? I, Charles Minor. I oh well, no, no, uh, Aaron didn't come into Idris Elba. Okay, that's right. Cause that's when Pam left. Okay. Yeah. Um. Gosh, man. Just the, the effect that I have. Uh, Jim, I want to say you all with my daughter. Uh, actually, I'm engaged to Pam. Oh, I, I thought, thought you were gay. gay. <laughs> Why, Why would you want to send me up with your daughter? I don't know. <laughs> It, there's just so many like uh, and horrible then moments. Going off of the office, I think I, this might be a hot take, but I think they learned from the office and made a better version of it in Parks and Rec. I don't know if it's a better version. I, I, I think there's better characters. It, it's easy to say that Parks and Rec just copied off the office, but they didn't. It, well, it, I mean, they learned Greg, from the office. They're both Greg Daniels like, shows. Yeah, they learned. They took the office and said, "What if we gave character because." The Office, early Office, they're they're one dimensional characters. I was gonna say they flesh out yeah. the characters way yeah. more than Parson Wright. Yeah, they find out what characters worked and, and they made yeah. just those. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that I liked about when one of my favorite jokes of all time comes from Parson Wright, where she was uh, it was like one of the first she's introducing Tom and she was like, uh, uh, here's Tom. I think he's from Libya and he's like, I'm from South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> now, so one thing I like about Parks and Rec and The Office did it in a weird way is the way they brought in Adam Scott and Rob Lowe a little yes. bit later and then made them really important characters yes. because you got the first group of main characters really, really fleshed out like all the way and then you got And then the I'm gonna go arguably the greatest couple that Greg Daniels wrote was April and Andy. Yeah. Like, I, I thought you were going to say Leslie and Dan. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. April and Andy. That relationship yeah. was awesome. Yeah. 
I agree. And uh, gave birth to Chris Pratt, so thank you. Yeah, seriously, we wouldn't have freaking Star-Lord Chris yeah. Pratt. <laughs> uh, have you seen – it was like a talking – it was like a little uh, panel with uh, the Parks and Rec cast and the writers. And uh, Greg Schur, who writes Parks and Rec, uh, was Greg, talking – Are you talking about Michael Schur? Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Who, but, play, uh, who plays Moe's in The Office? Yes. No way. But he was talking about – they were talking about like how much of the show is improvised. And he said one of the greatest – jokes in the show was improvised by chris pratt where leslie's uh sick and he goes to the computer and he's like leslie i typed your uh symptoms into the into the search bar and it says you have network connectivity problems (laughs) (laughs) uh no favorite moment from parks and rec was goodbye little sebastian bye bye little sebastian you're a thousand candles in the wind. Oh no, it's five thousand candles. Yes, five thousand candles. Five thousand candles. In the wind. I, and then the, uh, the the ongoing Joker Ben just doesn't get yeah, the hype. I'm glad that they had that in because that was like how. The felt. Like, and the, and then what? it cuts to uh Ron who's like down. He's like waving. He's like. He's like <laughs> Yeah, like Ron, Ron doesn't get emotional about anything. And yeah, he, under, said he, he said he cried like twice yeah. in his life. Once yeah. when he got like shot with the deodorant. When he got hit by a bus yeah, but on his way to school. Yeah. And then when little Sebastian died. <laughs> uh, underrated friendship in that show was April and Ron. Yeah. I, that oh, was yeah. such a – I didn't know there was a May 31st, so all your meetings are today. <laughs> How many meetings are there? 50 – she said something like 56. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> no Ron is like, or no when they go to the freaking cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you guys want to watch football or do you want to shoot me in the head? <laughs> you talking about when they go turkey hunting? Yeah, yeah and they accidentally was, shoot Ron. That was the Ron. First episode that I've ever seen in Parks and Rec, and it's still one of my favorites. Yeah, when they shoot Ron in the back of the head. When uh, when Leslie puts in a, a fucking lip. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who else does? Tom. Tom puts yeah. a lip in. He's like, uh, damn it. it kind of burns my throat he's like oh you're not supposed to swallow it he's like oh <laughs> he starts puking no, uh, aziz and sorry shines as tom haverford yes like he shines and then, uh, treat yourself what the fuck's her name donna yeah donna she's just like what's up bitch or something like, <laughs> she's, the air. she's like what were you shooting at he's like nothing <laughs> oh man so in that treat yourself episode treat where they yourself. bring when they bring ben and they cut over to him and he's crying in the batman rubber batman suit it's like, oh no, Bat- Batman's crying. Or no, when, uh, God, who, John Raphael, when he gets the, uh, John Raphael is hands, hands down, no, no, John Raphael is hands down my favorite character in the show. He's like the creed <laughs> of Parson Rex. I love John Raphael. He is so When he gets it, what is it, the insurance money? And he, yeah. he gets hit by a fucking Tesla or something. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he, did he get hit by a bus? Um, when, he, when he showed up to the party with two ankle bracelets, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to question on the bar exam, baby. <laughs> ben Schwartz is amazing. Oh, man. Well, I haven't watched Space Force yet. Is he good in Space Force? He's funny. I mean, Sp- have you Space have you watched Force. his uh, comedy special? No. His little improv? improv? Yeah. No, I haven't. He's, they're really funny. Really? Yes. He's very good at improv. No, so we're talking, we, we kind of got in the comparison in The Office and Parks and Rec, and I waited to watch Parks and Rec for a really long time because The Office is my favorite show. Like, I, it's going to... Uh, I will say this. Office is not my favorite comedy of all time. Well, anyways, I, I'm going to talk about comparing the two. Yeah. And I like The Office so much, and I actually like, paid attention enough when I watched Parks and Rec. I really don't compare them that much. No. 
They're very, they're, very, they're, yeah. They're they, very, very different. Yeah. One of the only things they have in common is just that they do the cutaway interview. Yeah. 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 They were gonna connect the two, but they um, they cast Rashida Jones. Yeah. So they uh, couldn't connect yeah. them. But. I kind of forget that. I, yeah. I, I forgot all about her. And Perkins. Yeah. Chris Trager. But yeah, uh, Tim Tim and I were talking about this show uh, at work today. Uh, Community is my favorite comedy of all really? time. Really, I still need to watch. I it. haven't, I haven't seen it. Funniest show but I've ever watched. It's definitely it's kept me like more interested than both Parks and Rec. And all yes, of it yeah. is so funny because they go after everything. Uh, like so, NBC had the lineup when everything was on. So it was The Office. Then after The Office was Parks and Rec. Then after Parks and Rec was Community. Community was always on the verge of being canceled, and so the uh, the network is always getting involved with community, trying to get with the writers. Like, hey, how can we make this more viewer friendly? And one of the episode, well, one before I think season four or three, they were like, you need to have more love interest, and you need to have it happier. So they opened the number the season with like a music number uh, called "We're, We're All Gonna Be All Right." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So talking about NBC, and I just I've I've gone through season three out of four, The Good Place. Yeah, Michael Schur did The Good Place. Yes. First off, I'm a simp for Kristen Bell. <laughs> um, a simp, Lord. Yeah. Um. No, but it's a really good show. It. I heard. I've heard. It's I just a, haven't got around to watching it. No, watch it. Um, I like. It's just one of like. It's not like Greg Daniels just did a new show with Amazon Prime, right? something yeah i think either he's working on or... like it was like the one about the guy who dies and is like gets his like conscience gets put into like the internet or something, something like, that. like that i don't remember i've heard it's good it's called like upload or something yeah, like that it's upload. Upload. Yes. Yeah, i've heard it's funny was. i thought it was just like vr game yeah, yeah i've heard it's funny um no but the good place it's it's an it's a really good show it's not quite like it's not gonna like be as laugh out loud funny necessarily in my yeah. opinion, but it's like um, I don't I don't think the office and Parks and Rec are well Parks and Rec is, but I don't think the office is really laugh out loud funny. It's more it is it is I to think me there are moments. Yeah. There's there's no. really subtle jokes. Yeah, like, yeah. Kevin drops his chili. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, the secret the ingredient onions. is raw onions, so they get to know each other on the can. The good place is when NBC kind of took that more like heartfelt, heart like warmer tone, like when you like. They have a good place, and then this is us. Yeah, and, I know, was gonna oh, watch it, but the hot take. I was gonna I watch it. This is us. I was gonna watch the good place, but I've had the twist from season one spoiled for me. So I was really, like, oh. but no, see, it it still turns out to be like a like when when it happened, I was like, oh my god, I feel like this should have happened like yeah at, at the end at like towards the end of the show. Yeah, but they flesh out the show so well that like really yeah oh yeah it's awesome. Um. God, who how do you think? How do you think these? Uh, how do? What do you think makes these shows work from these guys? Like I don't like, I don't know what they they do to make everything they touch work. But Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think it's just like the writers they have. Like it's yeah. not just one person writes and they all go with it. Like they probably yeah. sit down for hours at a time thinking like from all angles yeah, how they, this could work. But yeah, they're like developing like the best well, comedies that's, well, that's of the 21st so, century. Well, that's what's so weird to me is because like you take those guys and don't get me wrong, Parks and Rec in the office, you know, they kind of have the same premise so they didn't really step too far out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Like some of the other stuff that NBC's put out like Community, The Good Place, yeah. and like all of these shows that are just like awesome. Yeah. Um, I, they like they just must have a lot of people that really, really care about their jobs and yeah. that are really, really talented. Yeah. 
Well, and there's so many characters involved that, uh, I mean, I guess it makes it a little bit easier to have a have I a lot think. of uh, plot going well, on. Well, and, that, and that's... I think the key is, for them, is the cast, buy, every cast they have buys in. They develop stars. Yes. Like, like look I'm... at Brooklyn, look at the ensemble Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, that cast has bought into anything nope. that is written. Well, what I think is interesting, you look at all their shows and how they kind of, like, a lot of their shows jumpstart careers. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, just talking about the good place. They have Kristen Bell, who, like, she's been in some. She stuff. was a Broadway star, but other than that, yeah. And then they have Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like it's everyone just kind of building. Yeah. Um, Community gave birth to Donald Glover. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, actually, no. Uh, Community got Donald Glover off, right off of Thirty Rock. He was a writer on Thirty Rock. I remember, he was a writer on Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, very so funny show. His, uh, comedy special Weirdos. Yeah. He talks about his time. Yeah. He, he was like, he was, no, he was like, he was like, everybody expects me when they come in here to be like Troy and I, and I start screaming back, dicks, 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 dicks. He was talking about how he got his first special comedy central and they're like, yeah, everything you did in that four hours, like, yeah, don't do any of that. <laughs> well, he said, he said, <laughs> he said, Tracy Morgan was like, just talk about penises, man. <laughs> talking about comedy central, we are so, so blessed to be our age and alive mm-hmm. in the Dave Chappelle era. Oh, yeah. my God. What a legend. What a legend. It still comes on every now and then. Yeah. Not even the Chappelle I show. Just, I just, just watched the episode yeah. of Chappelle show with the race the race draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, were like the, the, the that likes Key and Peele, after, like, you know, he left, he walked away from Connor Central because all the stuff he was getting from the Chappelle they, show. They went downhill. Yeah. And then seeing, like, what key and peel took over with it you're like yeah because you can see they try to make a Chappelle show yeah but i mean i think they did a decent job no they did they, they did key and peel's funny yeah but it they're not dave Chappelle. Uh, the stuff dave that he Chappelle. did and shout, and uh, i totally with. forgot that dave Chappelle show founded comedians like bill burr yeah bill 100%. burr who's arguably my favorite comedian bill doing, burr's, it, doing it right now he's over his hilarious. right now hilarious like him, his podcast Every podcast he does is a is a banger. Hey, hey, we don't talk about other podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Only listen to ours, please. Yeah. We're the only podcast. Off the beat or nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Bill Burr, who's gonna hit us? If you need more content, tell us. We'll put it out. (laughs) Or a we're coming to the airwaves twenty four hours a day. Or a Bill Burr, if you want to come on the podcast, uh, we be. We'll talk Mandalorian. We'll talk stand up. Uh, Well, our guys will call you. Our guys will call your guys, and we'll we'll figure something. We'll set it up. Yeah, we'll set it up. Well, uh, you know, the Chappelle show only ran for like thirty seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Very short. Which... Why? Why did he leave the Chappelle show? Just because he I, he just didn't want to do it anymore. I, I heard he it wasn't like, doing to do it anymore. Had like a breakdown. He was like, no. Well, no, Comedy Central was forcing at the time. Comedy Central was kind of like having a heavy hand in everything, and they were telling him what he could and couldn't say. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, like that, like that one joke he was talking about. They wanted to call us bluff. They're like, we're gonna do what we tell you, or he's not. And he said, okay. And then he stepped away from comedy and everything yeah. for eight years. Yeah. No, but I mean, if you guys watch his most recent like Netflix stuff, yeah, man, yeah, Dave Chappelle oh, is the is, king, man. He, he still has it. Like that's yeah. the you thing. Know, like Maryland, he hasn't missed Maryland, the beat. Uh, born raised. Yeah. Silver shout Springs. out. Yeah, Silver Spring. He claims Ohio now, though. Yeah. What? Yeah. We all know where you are. Yeah, we know. We know your roots. Yeah. You wouldn't right. get that comedy if you weren't from Maryland. I was gonna say, yeah, hey, them DMV roots. <laughs> Why are uh, these white people so sleepy? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, on, one of my favorite bits was when he was talking about driving through the ghetto, and he was like, "There was a baby just standing on the corner. That's how I knew it was the ghetto." <laughs> <laughs> and like, 
All I do is talk about the white dude walking across the property in Ohio with a shotgun. He said, I said, wave there. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I put the window down. I said, hey, baby, go inside. And he's like, shut up, bitch. I'm slinging hash. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, though? is like, all right, straight up, I hate cigarettes. Straight up. Yeah. Like, but if I don't see Dave Chappelle with a cigarette in his hand, I get a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I get a little I, upset. I, I, you guys watched the special. He, he we talked about uh, yeah. on Chappelle show when he's he talked about how he went. Between. He was smoking. I think like Wiz Khalifa like before yeah. show. Yeah, he went on Fry. He was like, it's the worst show ever. Everybody's booing him, and he's like, Chicago, listen to me. You will never get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but God, yeah, Dave Chappelle's a treat. He really yeah. is a treat. Um, talking about like comedians right now, I know it's everybody's scared too but I, I was on the way back in like 2011 with his first stand-ups i love john mulaney john mulaney is hilarious like because i like straight up i'm a corny middle class I'll, dude it's I'll, way, like i'll say that for me tom john mulaney is one of the best storytellers that yeah, i've ever yeah. seen i think because it's, it's so relatable for like yeah. our age group yeah street smarts street, street smarts, smarts. <laughs> that that story about getting what, going to the bucks? to the doctor for <clears throat> What it was a Xanax? Oh, yeah. And he ended up getting a rectal exam? <laughs> so if you go How many times do you pee? Uh, 11. <laughs> Bittenbinder didn't want you to get taken. He wanted you to almost get taken and know what, what to do. Once you get your bearings, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to punch out the left headlight, then stick your hand out and wave like this. <laughs> well, I guess he's turning left. <laughs> uh, so, so I wrote down... Um, Money clip in grave, grave question, question mark. mark. <laughs> and then he said, and the teacher said, write that down. <laughs> the the, oh, the robber comes up to you with a with a gun, and you go fumbling for your wallet, and you go fumbling for your wallet. He said, yes, because a robber is gonna go up to an eight year old with his Aladdin wallet with the blank plastic <laughs> foldings for your for the credit cards that I don't have. <laughs> oh, he's this other comedian he's getting pretty big right now he always does his routines with a uh, shirt off oh uh Bert, Bert Kreischer Bert Kreischer he, yeah he's boys with Tom Segura yeah, yeah I his stuff's pretty good so I I got a good one it's the machine I, I got a good bright Bert Kreischer uh, story so he was talking about you know he's a dad and He's like sometimes oh, I'm, dude, I'm, his daughter stories are the best. He's like sometimes I'm, oh yeah. He's like sometimes I'm a pretty shitty one. <laughs> that like, story where you was talking about the daughter playing baseball I, I, with, I, I, with I, no I, ball. Yeah, that was. I've got no, I've got a good one. Yeah, I've got a good one. So he's like, listen, man. I go out one night, and it kind of gets away from me. I realize my daughter's got a fucking parent-teacher conference in the morning. So, oh yeah. I get in for the night. I I you know I I get home. I don't even I don't remember if he said he went to sleep. He's like, I get up, I gotta go to this parent teacher conference, you know, his daughter's already at school. I get in the car, I I, I grab two diet cokes, you know, because I gotta wake up. I you know, I, I, like I said, I, I let last night get away from me. I get to the parent teacher conference and I walk in with my diet coke and right as I crack it open, you just hear and he's like, I knew at that exact moment. I did not grab a Diet Coke. I grabbed a Coors Light. And I'm in a parent-teacher conference with a Coors Light. And I had to make a decision right there. Am I going to own this? Or am I going to act embarrassed? I fucking owned it and I tanked the Coors Light. Like, I was just like, damn, man. 
Damn. His his younger daughter, the stories he tells, she's so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all ever watch... I'm uh, off two edibles. My daughter walks in and goes, Dad, you have uh, space or time travel? Yes, Isla, this is perfect. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ever watch uh, Nate Bargatze? No, I no. haven't. Have y'all uh, heard of the comedian Mark Normand? A Normand? Um, I feel like I've heard of him. The name sounds familiar. Uh, he just released a full special on YouTube. And it was so funny. Really? I highly recommend you watch it. I'll have to. Yeah. Have ever seen uh, Anthony Jessup? No. Or Jessnick? Jessnick? I've seen no. bits and pieces. He, he's got a little bit of cr- like crude cringe in his comedy, yeah. right? Yeah. He's, yeah. One of my favorite Did- jokes he tells, he's like, yeah, my uncle uh, works for this kid's camp. The kid's about to get molested. And he's like, yeah. Tells me, you know, you don't need money to do what you love. You know, you get paid bad, but the benefits oh my god <laughs> oh my man. god we well, said he actually i don't know if you guys know this he had a tv show for a little bit yeah and he had a shark oh. week about because it had it every time someone got attacked by a shark they'd have like a special yeah and then they got shut down because the australians were sending him uh death threats <laughs> oh my god uh does any, did anybody watch the um the new eric andre special no, I yes haven't. I need was to. it funny i've started it i'm like 20 minutes in i mean is it typical Eric oh, Andre? Yeah, it's typical. Like for me, I'm like fifty-fifty on Eric yeah. Andre's stuff. Yeah. But like, it's if you like Eric Andre, it's definitely for you. Yeah. Uh, I was just rewatching Bill Burr's uh, one of Bill Burr's specials where he was talking about where his wife adopted the pit bull while he oh. was gone. <laughs> she was like, she she was like, I expected like a she skyped me because I wasn't. I, apparently, that's not a decision I need to be there for. He's like she I skyped me. She she said I was expecting like a little chihuahua or something, something I can punt up punt across the room if it gets out of line. He said all of a sudden this little monster comes onto the screen, and I was like, oh my god, is that a pit bull? <laughs> and she was like, it's a mix. And he was like, with what another pit bull? He was like, I found him under the L.A. bridge. Isn't that sad? He's like, no, it's scary. Cause by the looks of him, <laughs> he he didn't protein. he didn't miss a day of protein. He <laughs> was choking. Eating? out joggers <laughs> he said his knuckles were still taped up he was shadow boxing <laughs> now i gotta come home show the phone bill that i keep paying the taxes on the house <laughs> um but yeah no com- comedians are crazy it's Has it's an seen, interesting uh, time to be a comedian because you have so like, yeah you gotta tr- you, you're you're treading like some, yeah the fact that like waters. you have people like anthony jessic uh Dave Chappelle, I, I really just... Yeah, that's... Yeah. So Dave, Dave Chappelle's new special was, like, getting shat on. So here's... I loved it. Here's, yeah. here's my thing with Dave Chappelle. People like to, like, talk about, you know, how far a comedian can go. Dave Chappelle is outside of the territory of what you can yeah. talk about. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He says it and he brings day, it back down to, like, jokes. popular topics. Well, yeah, exactly. Because like, the thing is, real about with, it. With, the, with the new special, when they tried to cancel him on it, he put a joke into the into the special where he was talking about like yeah all y'all just gonna try to cancel me because i make a bad joke and it's just like well yeah. you're just becoming the joke that he was telling in the special yeah, exactly. talking about it was, I think it was in sticks and stones yeah yeah because he's like or i'm gonna do some impressions like go guess who this he's like oh i'm gonna look back 10 years i'm gonna find an oh find anything but take it and you're good finished and so, you're you know, that's finished your that's you <laughs> <laughs> But we're going on a little long here, so we want to wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah, my butt is starting to hurt. Yeah, it's getting oh, hot in this room. It's really hot in this in room. <laughs> we gotta invest All in right, seat. so this has been another episode of Off the Beam Podcast. 
Uh, I'm Michael. I was here with Adam, Christian, Cooper, and Tim. Uh, remember to tip your waitress. We'll see you next time.